Hello and welcome to Caverns and Krakens, an almost family-friendly D&D actual play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Ethan Despain, and these are our players. Leslie Colton, as Ekinem Umut, we are quick as a quid in a queen's wallet querying your whereabouts. I don't think I followed that one, but beautiful. I, I've held on to that one since the beginning because, like, I'm a monk, and so I'm fast. I'm fast as, like, a, as a dollar bill in, in a really, like, rich person's wallet. They're, they're quick <laughs> to spend. So, like, wow, uh, nice. Is it good when I play the jokes? Probably not, but you, you did ask. Fun fact about Momo Walker. You need to Walk- say your name. Mo right. <laughs> as Momo Walker. Last night I had ChatGPT generate oh, 15 nice. for Momo. <laughs> oh, that's so smart. Dang it. Oh, Cody, right now, over ChatGPT. I don't know if I'm fast enough to type. You, you okay, guys. Uh, fun fact about Momo. He's an unexpectedly good dancer, but only when he's had a few beers in him. Wow. Yeah. We all... I can tell that was written by AI. Actually, I added the beer part. Oh, okay, I take that back. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something chap GPT would Sounds say. <laughs> Cody Sarine playing as Mr. Pickles, who is... Thank you, thank you, wow. <laughs> this is unexpected. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, so in the last episode, I think it was when we met Wizard Uzal. Mr. Pickles was a very big fan of this guy. Um, Sadly, he's no longer with us. But um, he took a lot of inspiration from this wizard, and although he's not going to multi-class, he's a wizard at heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, big decision. Mm -hmm. He might even get a pointed hat with stars on it. Wow. Wizard at heart. You should put that on a bumper sticker. Wizard at heart. Kane <laughs> okay, Haywood as Scar, the Lanin Paladin God. Who, uh, 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 fun fact about Scar, um, he is a god. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, I actually haven't thought of a fun fact. I thought it would come really? to me. You've never mentioned it. <laughs> A god, sometimes, you say? I've literally done that before, and it comes to me, but sometimes I know. it doesn't. <laughs> Here, I'll give you one of the chat GPT fun facts for Momo, okay. and you can rewrite it. Momo has a habit of sleepwalking, occasionally waking up in unusual situations with no idea how he got there. Go ahead and rework that into a fact about Scar. <laughs> That's a good what one. What an unusual situation. <laughs> what, what a quirky, wow. unusual situation. Where am I? What an unusual situation I'm in. <laughs> Okay, uh, fun fact about Scar, sometimes... <laughs> 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 sometimes, <laughs> sometimes Scar will sleepwalk. He's, he's a well-known, infamous sleepwalker. <laughs> really? Known across the realm. <laughs> what <laughs> happens when he does this? Where does he find himself? Yeah, where does yeah find what himself? kind of situation what does he find himself in? Usually it's a wacky, strange, you might say unusual situation. Could you uh-huh. give us an example, a specific example? Um, it's, he like wakes up in the family room instead of his bedroom. That's unusual. Wow. <laughs> wow. Pirates are really heavy sleepers. Um, so typically, no one has ever seen... <laughs> no one has ever seen a pirate. <laughs> Typically, no one has ever seen Scar actually, no, no, the pirates have actually seen him uh, sleepwalking, but 
he wakes up usually at the top in the crow's nest, which is very unusual. Um, usual, what an unusual situation. So he's a sleep climber as well. Wow. Yes, indeed. I think I'm not going to do a fact today. What's the scariest fact about this world you can think of? Spooky. The scariest fact is that 1% of the world owns 90% of the world's wealth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good thing this is a made-up world. <laughs> yeah, who, who could who could imagine? Yeah. Could, you imagine? Could, you, could you imagine? Ethan, I thought the world fact you were going for is like 90% of humanoids in this world have a skeleton inside of them. I oh. thought that's the direction you were going. <laughs> that is scary because what about the other 10%? Then you said something genuinely that's horrifying. That's amazing. We'll try to keep things PG-16 in Lebanon, but there will be violence. Last episode, you made your way through the cavern. While taking a rest, Jimbo was captured. When you found him, you also found nine other of the uh, like monks and wizards that had been sent down there before you. So after rescuing the nine other like wizards and monks, you realized that you had no uh, way to get out of here. And so Momo and Uzal the wizard cast Dismiss Deity on Scar the god, at which point Scar... Uh, collapsed in on himself and vanished out of existence with an excruciating scream. And we're going to pick up right there with Scar before we circle back around to uh, what the rest of you are up to. All right. You feel tremendous pain <laughs> as, uh, yep, as you, like, as your body is crushed. You just uh, hear just an kind of, like, crushed of out of existence. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> That's my agonizing scar scream. And now, uh, all of that agony it disappears in an instant, and you find yourself awake, lying on a cot in a small room. Uh, to your left and right, you see the other party members soundly asleep, uh, and you feel great. You feel so much better than you did <laughs> uh, down in the dummy plane. Um, and oh. standing over you are uh, Master Molog and Frank. Oh, I feel Wow, I feel great. What the heck? That was so painful a second ago. Oh, uh, what was your name? Golem? Logum? <laughs> Mogul? Golalogum. Master Molag, like, uh, turns to you and, like, kind of, like, cocks his head to the side and says, Yai Kishidu Ep? Sorry, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, at good. which point, what's your armor class, Caden? Oh, um... Frick, it's 11 right now. I don't have my armor okay. on. Okay, right at that moment, faster than you can blink, Master Molog 1-2 uh, punches you in the face, and you are going <laughs> to take uh, 19 damage. Uh, and roll for initiative. <laughs> okay. Gosh, what the heck, Golem? Oh, gosh. I rolled a 3. So he attacks first, I think? Yeah, 3 is the highest. Oh, it is? No. <laughs> no. They both got 18. Don't give me hope. <laughs> Frank, the necromancer, is going to, before you can react again, is going to put his hand on your shoulder. Grammar class is 11. Yeah. Okay. Well, he rolled an 11, so you are oh going to my. take. Stop. 
Stop. Uh, 16 damage. <laughs> now Master Moloch's going to go. <laughs> I, think I, I think I'm bloodied. <laughs> okay, uh, Scar, give me a dexterity saving throw. What are these rolls? Oh, I got no. a 7. <laughs> I got a freaking Okay, well, seven. You, you needed to hit a 17. So uh, oh that's going to be a fail. <laughs> I have a plus Dang. 4. Okay, uh, Scar, you try to, like, scramble up out of bed, but Master Moloch summons a water whip and wraps it around your ankle and, like, pulls you off the cot to the ground. That's cool. Uh, you are knocked prone, and you are going to take 3d10 damage. <laughs> the long this is how uh, Scar the God dies. <laughs> it's gonna be 13 damage. Okay, um, Scar, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm gonna use my boon of invincibility for that. Okay, for the 13? Yeah. What does that do? Um, it just makes it so I can do that once per short rest, and it reduces any single source of damage to zero. Okay. How many hit points do you so have? So Scar gets absolutely assaulted when he <laughs> when he uh, t- teleports back to the material plane. So I think immediately reading the situation is going to use the boon of planar travel. You also have your tattoo. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You could just like I do mention her out of there. I will say again, this is like a small room. It looks the same as the like war council room that you were in before. It looks like a storage room where there's a bunch of cots set up. What is the description on Dimension Door? So Dimension Door, you cast it and you can move up to four hundred feet in any direction. Either a place that you can like see in your mind's eye, or you can just say twenty feet west or like twenty feet that way. I will in my mind's eye, I will try and teleport. Outside of the academy building, outside of the library, just right outside of it. That is uh, much farther than 400 feet. Really? Okay. Yes. That That's like several, that's like a couple thousand feet. Oh. You're like half a mile underground at least. Underground isn't like floating in the sky, but like underground. Beneath the uh, surface level. Okay. Of the floating <laughs> island. <laughs> it's a little convoluted. You know, like, under the ground, but in the sky. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> this is like the Ghibli movie. Yeah. 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 It's like oh, the yeah. Ghibli Castle movie. Castle in the sky. Then I guess I will teleport instead back to the crown room. Okay. You activate your spell rot tattoo and you fall through a dimension door as by the time this episode comes out, you will be able to see in the D&D movie. Um, <laughs> you like fall through the dimension door and you pop back up out in the war room, surrounded by a bunch of wizards and monks. Oh, uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. As you say that, you see that you have just interrupted uh, Master Uzal, who is holding half of Vorok's crown, and he was just saying something before you like popped in there and... Oh, dang. Interrupted him. Oh. So everyone's like turning to look at you and they're like, oh, Scar, are, are you good? You look, you look a little bloody. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to go. Um, is that okay? Well, we actually, we have uh, some questions for you and you get mobbed by like five <laughs> or six wizards with clipboards. And they're like, uh, okay, so Master Ruzal is saying that he wants to make himself a god. What are some of the things that you've seen as a god yourself for the last like three days? You know, I, I'm really good with Do you have, that. have you, like, experienced any side effects? Like, how are you feeling generally? Uh, bowel movements? Are your bowel movements regular? Pass. <laughs> um, I, I'm having an emergency right now. I've got to go. I don't know if you noticed all the golden blood coming out of me, but uh, I'm not in good shape. So, see ya. 
Oh yeah, can we get a sample of that? Uh, wizard walks up to you and sticks a syringe in your arm and starts drawing some blood. Okay, I, Scar just like bolts out of there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back to the elevator, I guess. So you are in the war room and trying to make your escape. You remember that to leave the war room, you have to go up a flight of stairs to where there's like an attendant sitting at a desk. And then you have to go through a hallway, making a couple turns. And then that'll take you back to the elevator. Do you want to roll to try to navigate the hallway? Or is there a different way you want to try to like leave the situation? Maybe could I roll like history to see if I remember the way back? Yeah, I will allow that. It's a nat 20. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah. So a nat 20 history. Yeah, you because you've taken that route. Uh... (laughs) three times at this point, technically, because you had to get down there. Then you left and you came back for the uh, reforging of the crown. And one of those times you were a god on your way back. So your memory was extra sharp. That's right. You remember exactly where to go to like make it back to the old elevator bellhop man. So you get there. There's like a little like button you can press to call the elevator down. I press it. There's like a little a little ding. (laughs) Yes. And then you wait for a little while. Dun, 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 <laughs> like tapping my foot. Some jazzy elevator music plays. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> as you look down the hall, you see that uh, Frank and Master Molag and uh, two monks are walking down the hallway towards you. This sounds like the start to a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Master Molag, and two monks walk in, step into view. They walk into a bar. The bellhop is like descending. The bellhop like arrives as they're like... 30 feet away, Moloch is going to dash and get on the elevator with you. Occupied. And the bellhop says, which floor? Where, where are you going? Uh, uh, where are you going? Going out to get some lunch. Just going to spend some time with, with my buddy Scar here. What do you want, Scar? What well, sounds good? You're not trying to kill me anymore? Kill you? Why would I be trying to kill you? Two minutes ago, you were, you just like, almost killed me. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, this is getting weird. He's going to roll deception, and the bellhop is going to roll uh, <laughs> insight. <laughs> I like how Scar had a room full of people that could have helped and just ran off. Oh my gosh, yeah. okay, this is great. You had a room full of people who obviously weren't trying to kill you, but just had annoying questions, and you were like, no. <laughs> Was it obvious? If everyone in that room was trying to kill you, you would have been dead. <laughs> True. <laughs> Fair. You no, know, I wasn't trying to kill you. What are you talking about? Uh, we're we're was. I'm like I I'm Ekinem's old master. Like we, you know, we we talked. We've been talking. Okay. Well, tell me about the demi plane. So as he's talking, the elevator starts to go up, and after you pass a couple floors, he suddenly like stops talking and falls to the floor. It's just getting weirder every second. The bellhop is like, so uh, do you want to tell me what's going on? Uh, I rolled a nat 20 on my insight check, and so that guy was obviously <laughs> lying. <laughs> nice. He's going to be down for a, for a little bit, but like, uh, are you good? Do you um, need help? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely need help. I don't know if you can, no offense, but I don't think you can help me with what's going on right now because to be honest i don't fully understand it well try me i may okay. be a bellhop but i uh there's more to me than you might think is the elevator moving by the way yes it is he, so he started the elevator so that none of the other people following you could also get on it and so he took it up before he paralyzed uh master Moloch. oh he paralyzed yes yeah. he cast hold person on him and so now he wants to know what <laughs> what you need okay <laughs> what's going on this is the thing try to follow so 
I went to a demiplane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This is a demiplane. Sorry, go on. I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, it's not. Yeah, the city is on a demiplane. It's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of like a quasi, it's a quasi demiplane. It's beside oh, okay. the point. <laughs> anyway, it's a long story. I lost my memory for a bit, but then I got it back. I was, I became a god from the scientist that gave me a crown that I put on. I actually forged it myself. It looked pretty cool, but, uh, <laughs> did that and then we went to this cave and there were all these pods and it had these it had people in them it had this guy this uh mr moloch or whatever his name is um okay. and also it had a bunch of other people i anyway i they do the spell and that brings me back to this plane uh that was really painful by the way and the second i wake up i get back here i get Absolutely attacked by Professor Molog here and and uh, Frank, that uh, necromancer guy. So I'm like really confused. Is there anything you think you could help? Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, first of all, let's do this. So you're telling me that this this guy here is actually just like some kind of clone or like a husk of a person that is controlled by evil of some sort. I, I suspect that. that's what I'm what I'm picking up. Yeah, we met like their real selves back in the. The shadow plane or whatever it was. So there's no way this is the original. Okay. Is whole person like one that you can break every six seconds or something like that? Yeah. So I actually rolled for Master Moloch to try to break out of it. And he got a five, a four, and a seven. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Da, da. I rolled the three D20s at once and they were all so low. <laughs> don't mess with the bellhop. Yeah, don't mess with the bellhop. That could be a t-shirt. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. The bellhop's going to kneel down. Actually, we'll say you like stop on the floor with all like the shops and stuff. The bellhop's going to pick up Master Molog, sling him over his shoulder with surprising strength for a man of his uh, advanced years and kind of carry him behind like into a little like alley behind a booth, behind a little shop. You know how malls have those like little hallways? Oh, yeah. Uh, he sets him on the ground and he's going to kneel down in front of him, put a hand on his chest, and suddenly... Uh, in a in a little like puff of smoke, Master Molag turns into a necklace, a nice like gold chain, and he hands what? it to you. Uh, 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 what did you just do to him? Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, about that. So <laughs> he said he needed help. So about that, don't ask questions you don't want the answer to. I'm not sure this is the kind of help I needed. The bellhop's like, okay, so I polymorphed Master Molog into uh, this gold necklace here. Do you want this to last for an hour, or do you want this to be a permanent change? Because you can always, you can always just like come back to me, and I can like true polymorph him. I can like always just do the spell again and turn him back into like his normal self. Or what you could do is you could just kill the chain, and he'll turn back into his normal self. But he'll be alive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's fine. He won't remember being turned into a chain at all. Yeah. Let's just do it permanently then. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I need to cast this for an hour then. So uh, just just hang out here with okay. me for a second. Sit <laughs> tight. And so you and you and the bellhop are just kind of like sitting in this in this alley as as he like is holding a gold chain in his hands for an hour <laughs> for a whole hour. During this hour, uh, he so he actually is going to ask you to like go uh, go get another bellhop to like manage the elevator while he's doing this okay <laughs> how, how do you find another bellhop it seems like a rather important job oh, you know bellhop union there's there's a couple of us 
But bellhop, it seems like a rather important job considering there's only one elevator. It's one of the most prestigious positions at this university. Yeah, yeah it's higher up than headmaster. You're the Whoa. one in charge of the defense of the university. That's the secret. Yeah. That's the secret. That's why they hire the the oldest looking, right with the frailest right. looking bellhops. <laughs> yeah. That's our secret. Yeah, uh, just go talk to go talk to somebody. Tell them that I'm on break to get a new bellhop. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> legally, they can't make me work for more than for more than six hours at a time. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna cut back to everyone else. <laughs> oh my gosh! What, what are like ten situations? Like you lost like like forty five hit points or something? Yeah. Uh, then you just go ask around a bellhop, hanging out in basically like a a mall like food court. <laughs> so we cut back to the uh, three of you. Just some things to clarify. Uzal died. Uh, a couple of the other wizards and monks died. Okay. We barely um, even knew him. I'm going to roll a d10 to see how many. So only two people ended up dying in that uh, skirmish. Not you bad. weren't fighting for very long, so it's it's pretty good. Scar, this will be news to you as well, but the three of them wake up in the Shadowfell. Oh. Surrounded by fog. I will also say that they wake up from what? Stuff that happened in the episode that you didn't hear. Yeah, you don't know. You don't get to know. Uh, so okay. they find themselves <laughs> in the Shadowfell, <laughs> along with uh, five monks and wizards and Master Molog and Frank, too. So all of you were there. That is 10 of you total. After a couple, like after almost immediately after entering the Shadowfell, Frank the Demon finds you and points out that what you thought was a mountain range off in the distance is actually a massive tidal wave coming in from the ocean. Whoa. Yeah, so that's where you are right now. So you are on the face of Mount Star before in a version of Faerun pre-flood, basically. But the flood is coming uh-huh. in. Frank, what what is happening? Why is everything flooding here, uh, first off? And why did you disappear? What What is going on? Big questions. We'll get to those. <laughs> uh, but first, come with me. <laughs> And uh, Frank starts running uh, higher up the mountain <laughs> and kind of like around, just running around and up the mountain. <laughs> do you want to follow or do you want to do your own thing? Uh, Momo's going to run after her. I don't know what everyone else is doing. I kind of trust Frank, so... Ekinem, I don't think, really trusts Frank, but also Ekinem doesn't want Momo to die in this random place after we just took a bunch of damage. Did we take damage on our D&D sheets now that we're back? We, we, we don't have it on our D&D sheets, but... I'm assuming that in canon, we're pretty hurt. Oh, yeah. Everyone take half of your hit points and damage. Okay. 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 Sure, why not? Thanks, Leslie. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It's the equivalent of the kid asking if we have homework at the end of class. Ow. (laughs) What immense pain. (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) Momo, you you catch up to Frank and you guys can walk and talk. So, yeah, Mama, so repeat, what was your, what's your questions? Uh, Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> I probably should be asking why the world is flooding, and I do want to know, but first off, what happened? You disappeared without saying anything. Uh-huh. Yes, I should probably. <clears throat> so sorry about that. Just first off, my bad. I went to go look for a therapist. Turns out there were some things going on here in the Shadowfell. When I, like, fully uh, diverted my attention here, I noticed some things that, um, you know, required immediate attention. And so I kind of had to focus on that for a second. I have some questions of my own, but we'll circle back. 
I'll show you. We'll get there eventually, but there's, I don't know, you're just going to have to trust me for a second on this one. There's some things going on, hence the flood as well, uh, here in the Shadowfell that I kind of had to be present for. My question, why are you here in the Shadowfell? What are you doing here? Uh, I wish I had a better answer, but uh, we were in a demiplane and we like almost died and then woke up here and I have no idea what really happened. There were cultists doing something bad. Yeah, that's about as good of an answer as I can give you. Demon cultists? Devil cultists? Or like what? Cracking dudes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good crack. Crackheads. <laughs> crack, crack cultists. <laughs> Kraken. Oh, Kraken priest, yeah. You missed the whole high forest. You didn't even see that Scar became a god? Scar became a god? What? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Rewind a little bit. Don't worry, it's not that big of a deal. Tell me more. Big things have been happening, Frank. There were, we went to the high forest. Uh, we met the wizards there. Uh, we learned the ritual to ascend somebody to godhood. You learned the ritual to ascend somebody to godhood? Uh, yeah, we uh, we did it with Scar. They We convinced them it was a good research project. Okay, wow. Are we hearing all of this, or is this just, like, Bo, like, can I insight check? Sure, yeah, you can insight check. Okay. Frank seems really interested in this godhood thing. Yeah, that was sus, Frank. <laughs> there's, some, there's some big things going on here in the Shadowfell. If Scar is a god, like, we could use all the help we can get. So, uh, yeah, give me that insight roll. Ekanem. It, it was a nine. Yeah, you've got nothing. Give me a perception okay. roll as well, just to see if you even hear it at all. Perception? Uh-oh. 16. Okay, we'll say that you you catch bits and pieces, but not enough for you to be suspicious. It, it's a it's a rundown, oh. like, whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm going to speed up so I can hear their conversation from now on. Okay. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know where Scar went. I used the, that one spell you taught me, the, like, dismiss deity. To, like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Glad that came in handy. It, it came in very <laughs> handy. Uh, yeah, there is... Uh, I sent it to... Sent him away from that demiplane when we realized things were going bad, and I have no idea where in the material plane I sent him. Hmm, okay, well, he'll probably have to come find us in the Shadowfell. Or maybe we'll have to go back to the material plane. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. A lot of questions. We'll have to figure this out. So where are you taking us, Frank? This is, this is weird, right? That other people can, like, see you and speak to you other than, like, I have n not been used to that. Oh yeah, what does what does Frank look like? Frank is a shadow, like a cloud of like smoke or like a little black hole that's like fuzzy as it gets to the edges. But as you like look closely, you can make out like shadowy facial features. Uh, Frank also has uh, giant bat-like wings, and instead of feet, the smoke just kind of like the darkness just kind of like fizzles out near the near the ground. She's just kind of like floating. So uh, to answer your question, Mister Pickles, Frank is taking you just higher up to like the top of the mountain. Basically, because there's a tsunami coming in, and we'll say now is right about the time that it hits. <laughs> I did a lot of Googling, and I was trying to figure out what, like, the speed of the tsunami would be. Like, how far away would it have to be for you to, like, think it was a mountain, and then how fast do they actually travel? That's a good question. Yeah. The answer is really fast. Oh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Tsunamis are, like, go, like, 500 miles per hour over wow. water, and, like, yeah. 30 miles per hour over land. 500. Oh, wow. wow. So it's kind of hard yeah. to tell. So I'm just going somewhere between 30 and 500 miles per hour. Um, I yeah. choose 30. Can we choose? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's put it to a vote. <laughs> Who wants 30? <laughs> you make your way like farther up to like a safe spot in the mountain where you kind of like take a breather. 
at which point you brace yourself for the impact, which is very scary. The wave is massive, as tall as this like mountain range that you're on. It's tough. You're in the uh, Star Mountains, I think is the mountain range, but uh, Mount Star is the tallest of the mountains. And this wave is only shorter than the mountain you're on. It is like taller than all the other mountains. Oh, shoot. So you see the wave like breaking as it hits each of the mountains. Uh, and then it hits your mountain and you feel an earthquake. Everyone give me a deck saving throw. 17. 10. 16. Leslie, take 1d6 damage. Uh, the other two of you are fine. I took two points of damage for the 1d6. Um, okay, so the wave hits with a massive earthquake and you see it continue to just roll past you, destroying Faerun. Wow. Just like leveling all of the, you can't see many Whoa. structures, but any structures that are there, it just levels them, breaks apart mountains. Wait, what plane are they on again? Shadowfell. Hurts to have to watch it happen all over again, Frank. Yeah, yeah, this is especially, this is my um, my stopping ground, so this is a hard to see. I think um, our best course of action, I think you guys probably want to take a short rest now uh, before we keep going, but... I say we head to the north. Will we be swimming? No, I'll handle that. I'll have you know I can hold my breath for around 60 seconds. A little less. So I'm pretty good at swimming. Good to know. Needed to. Well, what part of the north are we going to? Uh, your old stomping ground. But Shadowfell. Ooh. Momo's Ark. Momo's Ark. Momo's old? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, let's, let's do a short rest and I'll get myself ready to see that again. Momo, why are you nervous about this? What, aren't you happy to go back to your hometown? There's a lot of emotions there. Uh, ooh, I got you. I, I, it won't be where I grew up. It should be five. We're right behind you, man. <laughs> At the peak of the mountain, you, uh, you guys settle in and start to take a short rest. As the two of you, Ekanem and Mr. Pickles, drift off to sleep, Frank kind of like motion towards Momo is like, hey, so like, stay up a second. Okay. Momo, like, kind of pretends like he's going to rest and then, like, gets up to go to the bathroom and then just walks over to Frank. Okay, so Frank pulls you aside and is like, okay. Okay, so, um, I trust them. Not as much as I trust you, though. So, and I don't trust these, like, wizards and monks that are here. Um, I have a lead on a crown here in the Shadowfell. Wait, what? I found a lead. I, don't, I haven't found the crown yet, but I have a lead on where a, a crown might be. Which one of the gods? Uh, don't know yet. Terra, maybe. Okay. A little ambiguous, but yeah, I just wanted to let you know. So that's, I'd hate to take you back up north, but um, that's where the lead's taking us. So yeah, it's good to see you again. Good to see you too. Why Why are you looking for crowns? Are you, are you looking for one for yourself? No, I, uh, you guys are looking for crowns and I, we're a team, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, I just, yeah, want to help you guys out. I care about you. Well, I, I appreciate that, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I can do this. We'll, we, I can do this. We'll go back. I, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. Yeah. Take a short rest. It looks like you need it. Okay. I'll, I'll keep watch. Uh, great. So as the three of you drift off to sleep, you wake up in the library. Wait, what? what? <laughs> uh... <laughs> okay. So the three of you wake up and you find yourselves in a small room that looks like the war room uh, with laying on like cots. And you see that there is an empty cot in the room as well. Did the short rest, did we complete it or are we still at half? 
So go ahead and so you complete your short rest. You get all the benefits of a short rest. Okay. Go ahead and regain, like regain any hit points that you'd like to regain, roll your hit dice. But you are currently in your physical bodies in the academy in the basement of the library. Whoa. Yeah. So you find yourselves in this little storage room. You're each of you are laying on a cot and there's an empty cot in the room as well and a door. What the heck? What realm are we in now? Guys, I uh, I think I'm losing it. I had the most vivid dream. I Frank is really getting to me being gone. It was not a dream. I don't Wait, I'm oh. not gonna dream about Frank. Like and if we all had the same dream, it wasn't a dream. Let's just get that right out of the way. Okay, so that was real? Yeah. Does anyone else have this crippling fear of heights? Just in the back of their mind? Just me? No, I can't really say that I do. But uh, I don't know if I'd do well in the cavern anymore. No, but I, I'm i feeling oddly about darkness right now, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to light sources, like a moth to the flame. Not gonna lie, I, Frank has been, like, by my side 24-7 for, like, 20 years, and still feels very wrong not having her there. Yeah. You hear Frank's voice in your head saying, Hey, I, I'm here, by the way. Just thought I'd fall oh. back. I can't... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna stay with your other body, so you're not gonna hear me for a while again, but I haven't abandoned you, I'm back. Uh, but I am going to not be here so that I can focus on, like, making sure the other users are safe. Okay, cool. Uh, why, what's going on? I mean, <laughs> Momo has multiple bodies. Someone who really isn't here is Scar. Where the heck is that dude? Yeah, his, his bed is empty. What, what's going on there? Mm. We'll never know. I can almost hear him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys no. left the room yet, or are you still in the room? Yeah, we left the room. Yeah, we're we're leaving the room. We're looking for Scar. So you open the door, you leave the room, and all of the wizards like turn and look at you, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you guys are back. Welcome back. Um, do you think you could go find Scar? We have a bunch of questions for him. I'm about to slap these wizards. <laughs> he like came through here just like a little bit ago, and he was here. By the way, some of you are clones, and we're running after. Uh, three of the monks and two of the wizards are like passed out on the ground and are like starting to stand up again. Master Uzal is also laying on the ground holding the piece of crown. Wait, is Uzal on that? Uzal, like, oh yes. no, oh, you're okay. here. What's what's he doing with the crown? Uh, is what what's going on there? Uh, there's a couple of wizards standing over him, like doing CPR, like trying to like see what's going on. <laughs> uh, uh, he sacrificed himself in the the demiplane and is not really who he says he is probably so don't let him become a god probably right yeah if, if that's so what's going on here him. don't let that happen we, we need to go we need to find our friend scar he might be in danger uh he looked like he was in a lot of pain when we sent him away don't trust that anyone you sent to the demiplane is still the same person bye wait hold on hold on <laughs> One of the wizards is like, no, we're we're with you in the Shadowfell. We also took a short rest. We're here too. We were the ones that were in the pods. Okay, great. So you can explain that to all of them. Okay, yeah, you can explain it. Just don't let any of the clones, like, have their... Okay. No, 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 no. There what about any I don't think there's any clones anymore. I, like, I remember you guys pulling me out of the pod and uh, us waking up in the Shadowfell. That's what a clone would say. I am not a clone. <laughs> Wait, so all, all right. the clones I am not a crook. are collapsed on the floor? 
Nixon? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. I didn't know Richard Nixon was a monk in favor. <laughs> you guys, we need to find Scar. You guys figured this out. Yeah, and don't let anyone have a crown that you're not absolutely sure deserves it. Because that seems like a bad idea. Right. Uzal, the wizard, another wizard, and another monk are... The three of them walk are still unconscious. Master Uzal, a wizard and a monk, walk into a bar. <laughs> um, they, Yeah, the three of them are still unconscious on the floor, and the wizards are trying to uh, figure out what's going on. So there's um, some healers in there doing their thing. Is this the real Uzal? Is this just fantasy? Yeah, can can we roll a quick insight? Because we definitely saw Uzal die, not like... Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Roll. I'm like emotionally attached to this thing that happened when you like sacrifice himself. So I rolled an 11. I am not rolling well today. I would like to roll insight. Haven't done that in a while. 16. I'm going to like put my hand on his forehead like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple other wizards trying to like do some like greater restoration and healing and that kind of stuff. Uh, you kneel down next to him, and you feel that he does have a pulse, but he is unconscious. Um, okay. It's hard Wait, to say. He, he is not awake? He is not awake, but he does have a pulse. I am not a doctor, but this dude is alive. <laughs> do we want to go after Scar, or do we want to, like, help heal him right now? Do we have healing spells without Scar? I think he maybe lost his soul doing whatever he did to sacrifice himself for us. I mean, probably, but you might as well, like, pump some healing juice into him, right? <laughs> I mean, I can cast healing word, but that's a much lesser spell than the greater restoration that guy's already tried. Yeah, I trust we, these monks. We, we've got this. We don't even know for sure if this guy is the real Uzal, so let's just leave him to his own... Devices. Yeah, well, and I'm what, am, take this what am I saying? I of course this? I trust these monks. Uh, no. <laughs> Why Except not? For, uh, we already let you guys take, make a god out of a crowd. We we need to do some more research. Yeah, well, a lot of things have happened since then, Mr. Monk. Oh yeah, do you want to fill us in? They get out their clipboards. No. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. If we tell you a piece of valuable information, will you let us go find Scar? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, we need you to find Scar, too. Give us that valuable information, go find Scar, and then come back and tell us more. We will withhold okay, that information like and plan. go find Scar. Uh, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. That's all I <laughs> The Shadowfell just flooded. That seems like an important piece of information. Shadowfell just flooded. Now let's go find Scar. That is a big deal. Okay, we will look into that. Okay, bye. Bye. I don't trust him. Okay, so you guys uh, walk up the stairs to where the desk attendant is. What do you do? I'm looking for my friend we came in with, Scar. Maybe there's a bellhop that can accommodate us. Leonin, <laughs> God, maybe you've seen him. Yeah, like, is, is there someone who can, like, follow us around and help us find our friend? And, like, maybe direct oh, yeah. us where um, we need to go? Like, what level? Is there anyone like pow super powerful that we can have as an ally that that <laughs> can cast locate oh, person yeah, yeah. on our friend Scar? I'm gonna put one of the diamonds on the table. Wait, do I have those that I collected in the cave? Yeah, you should. I reach into my pocket. But this you is, don't. 
I don't have any diamonds. Listen, desk person, if I had any diamonds right now, I'd give them to you. <laughs> if I had any diamonds right now. <laughs> Why are you flirting with literally everyone? I'm you just come trying to bribe them to help us. I will help you. So you're going to want to uh, so walk out the door, take a left, go down the hall. Uh, when the when the hallway is going to split into it's going to T, you're going to take a right and then a left again and then another left and a right. And then and there's no to, one that can just you bring can us to, there. Uh, you can go. You can find a help desk and they can uh, help you. Another locate, help desk. Locate person. <laughs> Usually that's for like helping find lost like children. But I mean, I guess you use it to find your friend. Yeah, that would sum up this situation. So you guys make it to the elevator and you see that there's now an automaton manning the elevator. And he says, what floor? I'm just going to start pushing buttons. Okay, great. One of them is the right floor. So how many floors do we have to stop at? Uh, 36. Wait, is that you guys? And then the doors close and the elevator keeps going up. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> because the elevator goes past the floor. Stop, go no, back. No, go back. How <laughs> do we unpush okay. a button? <laughs> what floor were we on? The Push the emergency button. The hop takes you back down a floor. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've had a nice ride. You weren't much help, thanks. Okay. Uh, how'd you guys get back here? Well, we went to the Shadowfell, it flooded, we took a short rest, and now we're here. Oh yeah, and we got to meet Frank. That was fun. And when we fell asleep, we woke up here. The question is, how did you get here? Where have you been? This has been the strangest last few hours <laughs> of my life. I am so glad to see you guys. You have no idea. You don't look so good, bud. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. So here's the story. I woke up from that excruciating pain, by the way. Uh, I don't know if you could tell from my agonizing screams, <laughs> but that sucked. So Scar catches you up on everything that just happened. Uh, so this bellhop turns him into this gold necklace. So this okay. is wait, this is Master Molog. I assume you want to keep this Ekanem? I mean, not really. It's kind of cool. I mean, it's fashionable. I, I mean, yeah, I, I prefer cool. to have my teacher just like as a person, not a necklace. Yeah, but this might be the clone is the issue. He did attack me as soon as I woke up, but then he was all nice. So I don't even know if it's the same one. All of the clones fell down uh, around the time we woke up. So like he's probably not a clone. And if he is, he's like going to be like unconscious, you know? So do we want to prepare anything before we break the polymorph spell? All we got to do is break the necklace. Gold Are necklace we sure down. we don't want to keep him as a necklace? He might <laughs> be a clone that will attack us. Huh? Also, nice necklace that we got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could sell it. Yeah, I'm kind of with Mr. Pickles on that. Uh, okay, guys, we're not selling Master Molog. We're not selling oh, Frank. Of course not. Well, it didn't say we, we might sell selling. Frank too. I'm I'm not on board with selling people. <laughs> Slavery oh, is no, not no. okay. Not people. No, no, They're no. objects. <laughs> it's objects. not people. It's a necklace. Like, if I was turned into an inanimate object, I would allow you Objective guys five? to sell me if you the uh, price was right. Uh -oh. You know. <laughs> I still don't think that so is nice of you, an ethical action, Ekinem. Okay, we won't sell you if you get turned into an inanimate object at some point. Good, <laughs> I'm kind of worried that that was a thing you considered was possibly okay in the first Okay, everyone, we're going to need to get, like, DNR tattoos that say whether or not you can sell me if I get turned <laughs> into an inanimate object. I mean, I'd be okay with it, but I'd want to be something a little bit better than just a rusty necklace, you know? 
Okay, I, I'll think about just- it. Say what I was going to say. I need to pull a Jonathan out of the bag so I can. Uh, oh, yeah, you're totally blind. <laughs> I, I cannot wait, see wait, right wait. now. Momo, you're at blind all. again. Yes, yes, I'm blind oh again. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mister Pickles. I have a spell, guys, that I've been practicing. Um, I think I can enhance somebody's ability on a specific type of thing they want to do. You know, like how some things you try to do require strength and other things require, like, charisma? I could enhance one of those abilities, is what I'm saying. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, I'm putting on the necklace, just try—you can enhance, like, maybe my wisdom or something if you wanted me to. So, before you do that, I will say that it it doesn't—it's not going to work. Oh, okay. Before you do that, I'm going to tell you, you can do that. Let's drop the true polymorph and, like, take the necklace— well, no. All like, right, let's, let's get this no, over let's with. Prepare before we drop the true polymorph. Because <laughs> I am gonna slam it with my great axe because I'm so. Guys, I could have cast the spell before we entered combat. <laughs> You're gonna waste my first turn in combat now. We are prepared. I haven't guessed the spell. We're not. I also haven't pulled Jonathan, so I'm still blind. Oh well, it's too late. <laughs> okay, rolled a hit. I rolled the twenty-six. Oh. Okay. So you bring your great axe down, shattering the necklace, and in a puff of smoke, Master Molag is there with all of his stuff. I want to roll insight on Master Molag. Is he a clone? Is he himself? Is he unconscious? Okay, so Master Molag is like sprawled out on the ground um, in the shape of a necklace. (laughs) (laughs) And he like jumps up really quickly, breathing heavy, and is like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Where am I? (laughs) What's happening? Insight, insight, insight. Okay, roll insight. 23. You know that this is Master Moloch and not a clone. Uh, he is like, we're, we were just in the shadow well, and then I tried to take a nap, but I like, and, <laughs> am, am I, where am I now? I know exactly what that feels like. Am I in a food court? <laughs> <laughs> you tried to kill Scar. You don't remember that at all. Uh, you do okay. No, I was mm. in the shadow well with you guys just a second ago. I'm going to do a single unarmed strike just to, like, see his response. Yeah, roll to hit. Does a 24 hit? Oh, my goodness. Wow. A 24 does, in fact, hit. He has an armor class of 20, but... Okay. Nine damage. Ekadem, what the heck? Ow. (laughs) I just want to see if it's you. I just want to see if it's you. Beat a man while he's down? Come on. (laughs) But you, you usually block all my strikes. I'm like, I don't know if it's you, and you usually block my attacks. You usually anticipate and block. What What's going on? I can tell you that I'm not uh, in peak physical condition right now, and I'm sure you've gotten better since last time we talked. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I guess I have been adventuring for a while now, and, like, I've done a bunch of things, and, like, I, I can do this thing with missiles now, that, like, catch errors out of... Oh, good. You figured that out. I'm proud of you. I'm glad you had a good life. Okay, I'm so confused. Uh, I'm starving. Do you guys want to get some food? <laughs> yeah, is there a lunch floor? Yeah, it, and this is for sure Master Molog. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Let's get food and then I guess check in on the... Uh, if we're still here, I don't know when we're going to go back to the Shadowfell. Maybe we check in on the wizards because I'm a little concerned about what was going on in there. I also think we probably should see what's going on in the Shadowfell at some point. Maybe we need to go to sleep here to get back there. I don't know. Can you ask Frank? I like. I try to reach out like, Frank, do we need to go to sleep here? Will we just wake up and reappear? What's going on? 
you hear Frank's wise like, Momo, I, I need to focus. Uh, I don't know. You can you can try to like it when you take a rest or something. Maybe you'll show back up in the Shadowfell, but uh, head north or something. I don't know. Figure it out. And then Frank disappears. Frank was no help. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could go check out a pawn shop in this mall and see if someone has sold a piece of a crown for nothing. <laughs> oh, wait, if you want a crown, we could just go... The wizards have the other half, and that's what you're going after, Mr. Pickles. So beautiful, so majestic. Dinosaurs, dragons surrounding its stone pillars, Dinotopia. You're in a mall. And shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. That is, yep. That's how it is. Around you, you can see these shops. There's like a general shop. There is a pawn shop. There is a potion shop, an armor shop, a weapons shop, a tattoo parlor, and a bookstore. Tattoo. What looks like I could spend 67 gold on it, you know? That's what I have down. <laughs> wait, wait, you have a lot more than that. You understand that, right? No, I don't understand that. As a that. party, we collected <laughs> 100 platinum. Yes, so. who's got it? Who's, I don't, my pockets are empty. Yeah, I, I don't have that on me. <laughs> you know, we're going to split it evenly, I assumed. You guys just forced me to carry it this whole time in my backpack. <laughs> Really appreciate that, guys. Yeah, and Scar has a bag of holding. <laughs> yeah, you, you literally had a bag of holding, Scar, and you told me it was going to be too heavy, even though that's not how it works. Uh, it's a fat. It's mine. This okay, alien game. So, uh, <laughs> you know what? Forget it. <laughs> Each of us had 20 platinum. If we split the platinum, I've been carrying for the party evenly. That's what I'm Wait, trying to tell you. Wait, if we had 100 platinum, who's the who's the fifth member? Is that Squiggles? What would you even spend 20 platinum on? You're a kraken. You don't know me, Mr. Pickles. <laughs> if you come back with a dumb tattoo, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> he says nothing. <laughs> when Mr. Pickles says that, he like pivots and starts walking not towards the tattoo parlor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys have fun. Uh, let the, you know, let's try not to blow all of our money here. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, I want to buy a elixir. You know, something okay. maybe green. Yeah, I'm going to the potion shop with Mister Pickles. But I wanna, I wanna go off of colors, not you know whatever it is. Okay, <laughs> there is a red potion, a green potion, and a purple potion. I want the green one. There is a clear potion and a uh, gold potion. You want the green potion? Yeah. That'll be 100 gold. I'll buy it. Are any of them glowing? Uh, we'll say they're all glowing. Potions glow. That's a thing. Oh, Why not? Okay. That's nice. This I is my world. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want the purple one, too. The purple one is going to be 2,000 gold pieces. For, uh... Do you want one of every color? Oh, there's multiple? I thought there was just one of each. <laughs> no, there's, there's a bunch of every color. Oh, no, I just want these two. Okay. Yeah, so that's going to be 600 gold. All right, here you go, sir. Thank you. How do you have 600 gold? Uh, I just broke this piece of platinum in half. What is there around here? Looking at the labels, if the handwriting's bad, okay. I'm just like kind of yes, like Yes, there is a healing, greater healing, superior healing potions. There's a potion of invisibility, a potion of invulnerability. What's what's the vulnerability? I say, what's this? And I point. I should do like a fun accent for the shopkeeper, right? Oh, that'd be fun. Okay, what accent should I do? I don't know, like Jersey. I don't know a Jersey accent. Hey, I'm, I'm the shopkeeper here. A potion of invulnerability. So if you take this potion, you're going to get a minute of uh, resistance to all damage. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds good. Okay. 
That'll be four platinum, please. Four platinum? Sure. Yep. Come again. Momo's <laughs> gone to the tattoo parlor, by the way. Okay, so Momo at the tattoo parlor. Hello, my name is Sebastian. Welcome to that the tattoo parlor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this the shop is literally called the tattoo parlor? Wow. Yeah, we do the belt here. Is this, <laughs> is this the very first tattoo parlor that was ever invented? <laughs> this is the biggest tattoo parlor. <laughs> okay. What can I get you? Uh, I... <laughs> Cody's dying. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I have this person in my life that I would really like to impress. And everyone knows. Someone? Yeah, the smartest thing to do to impress a special someone is to get their name tattooed. Yeah. You want to get a special tattoo for your special someone? Yes. Uh, Well, I do want a spell tattoo or just a regular tattoo? Oh, spell tattoo, of course. Okay, what what spell do you want? Uh, I can do any spell. Uh, The more, the bigger, the higher level the spell, the more expensive it can be. Okay, uh, so any spell at all? Any spell at all. Uh, guys, what spell should I do? I can suggest a shield, or a silvery barb, or a absorbed <laughs> element, or any first level spell, or cantrip. Those are going to be your, your cheapest. cheapest. Uh, well, I think I want to do a little bit more high level spell than that. Okay, sure. Or I'll do polymorph. Okay, that's going to be five platinum. <laughs> five platinum, please. What, five well, hold on, before platinum, I... please. Before I pay five platinum, what what type of polymorph are we talking? I know there's more than one. Also, what font is the name going to be? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll figure (laughs) all that out. We'll figure all that out. Polymorph is the easiest one. I could probably do a true polymorph as well, but that will be much more expensive. I don't know if I I trust myself to uh, do a a ninth level or a seventh level spell tattoo. You said any level, sir. (laughs) Like, once once you start getting to, like, the seventh level tattoos, then you start to need, like, a permit and that kind of stuff and that kind of stuff, and it's... Okay. There's a little more paperwork than, than I like to do, but... So let's go polymorph. Uh, this yeah. guy's legit. Regular fourth level polymorph I can do. Yeah, let's do that. Does anybody else want to tattoo with Jimbo kind of sneaks out from... Yeah, I thought I'd see you here, bud. Yeah. What do you want, Jimbo? I'm not going to tell you. What? Jimbo whispers in the uh, in the Jimbo, tattoo Jimbo, you know I'm going to see it here. once you get it. And the tattoo artist is like, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. He gets a tattoo, but we don't know where it is. <laughs> yes. Every okay, uh, it's around his mouth. It's just a beard. Anybody else want a yeah. tattoo? You don't know where is it anybody is. Else, does anybody else want a tattoo? Oh no, Jimbo got a face tattoo. <laughs> you don't know if his mouth Jimbo is on his face. <laughs> yeah, so Momo gets Frank real big across his back. <laughs> okay, uh, what kind of font? Serif, sans serif, Comic Sans. <laughs> Well, have you seen like the really intricate? So it's Comic like uh, like old uh, medieval texts uh, with yes. like intricate like drawings inside. Oh, like yeah. an illuminated text, like a calligraphy style yes. kind of thing. Okay. Uh, are you doing Frank or Franklin? Canonically, Frank's full name. <laughs> I'm doing Franklin. Okay. Do you want a heart over the eye? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, got it. Coming right up. <laughs> wow. You and Jimbo get tattoos. Hey, what do you think of this tattoo? And I and I like show on my chest that's great <laughs> i love it oh thanks <laughs> oh my god anyway so the other shops are bookstore weapons armor random items Ooh, random items i would like to hit up the random items and also i want to look up that bookstore and see if there's anything um Momo's been dabbling in music, see if there's something that can help him with, like, his little bard uh, stuff he's been up to. Okay. Welcome to my bookstore. (laughs) He's Batman. (laughs) Tell me, do you have anything that can uh, 
help me. I've been trying to increase my uh, musical abilities, you know, all up hard. Do you have anything along those lines? Sure. Uh, Ten silver. Give you a book of violin songs. Violin for beginners. <laughs> violin for dummies. Violin for dummies. Okay, I'm not. I already knew how to play the violin. I'm not starting from ground zero here. Oh, okay. I'm looking for something to get a little bit less bad. Okay, it's a uh, the sequel, intermediate violin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I buy one of your big spins. Why don't you tack that on for free for me then? Yeah. Okay, that sounds fair. Any random books you would like to, you know, give us? Scar, you want to roll for book? Uh, yeah. Why not? What the heck? Okay, roll for book. ID 100. Now that I'm the god of intelligence, books should be easy to read. <laughs> Whereas before, they were not. <laughs> I got a 91. That is going to be uh, Zwibli's Schweinmischen und Vogelfraulein. Wait, what? Just... A short volume on defensive polymorphication and the determination of compatible animal forms for opponents. Bonus, you learn how to shapeshift into a swine, if male, or a songbird, if female. This works as the druid ability, including limitations on use. Okay, so basically, it lets you turn into a pig, and it also tells you what the best defensive thing to turn somebody else into would be. But it doesn't actually give you polymorph. Oh, interesting. So you'd have to get polymorph You can polymorph from somewhere yourself else. into a That would be useful for piggy. Momo. Hey, Momo, that sounds pretty useful for you. That does sound pretty useful, actually. Momo, just a heads up, we would make fun of you for being turned into a pig. Yeah, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just buy that book. I think that could be useful. Okay. Uh, I will just copy and paste this text for you, because... This isn't anywhere. How much is that book? One platinum. Okay. Anyway, Scar, back to your shopping. Uh, would you want to roll for more books, or do you want to move on to a different shop? Uh, yeah, we're good. I've, again, I think we're I, good. Okay, armor, weapons, items. All right, let's see the armor. Okay, so you want to go to the armor first? We can end on the random items. That's a fun one. Okay, yeah. armor, you see there's glimmer weave, or glamour weave, smoldering armor, mithril armor, glamour studded armor, and an animated shield. Oh, that could go with your animated sword. You get an animated shield to go with your animated sword. Oh. They could be friends. They could be friends. Or maybe they'd be enemies. Rivals to lovers. Oh, we love oh. a good enemies to lovers arc. <laughs> how much is the animated shield? Uh, how much platinum do you have left? Enough. Actually, not very much. I'm barely scraping by. I'm invested. I'm invested in how, how the sword and the shield will get along. Okay, you might need help because this is going to cost you 25 platinum. Can you pay it? No. You're going to, yeah, you might need someone how, to How like much spot would you, you need? Uh, Jimbo is willing to go in on the animated shield with you, Mr. Pickles, because he really wants you to have, he really wants those two to be together. Wow. Thank you, Jimbo. Uh, so, how much are you going to pay? 14 platinum. 14, okay, yeah, let's, uh, 25 minus 14, it's gonna be 11, yeah, I'll pay 11. Jimbo pays 11. Wow, thank you, Jimbo. I hope this is worth it. Yeah, so go ahead and add an animated shield. Jimbo's so nice. You were in conflict just a few moments ago, and we he's were. like, look at this peace offering. You get to choose another command word. Oh, gosh. What was the yeah. other one? Burgundy? You can make it Ron. Ron. Ron Burgundy. And then your shield Ron. and your sword fly out. <laughs> Ron and Burgundy. It's up to you. 
So now weapons, Javelin of Lightning, Scream Stealing Dagger, Moon Touched Sword, and Weapon of Warning. Uh, I want to look at the Javelin of Lightning. This is a Javelin of Lightning. It's going to run you two platinum. Uh, when you hurl it and speak a command word, it transforms into a bolt of lightning, <laughs> forming a five foot wide, uh, forming a line five feet wide that extends out from you to a target within 120 feet. Each okay, creature. No, no, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the breath weapon. Oh, okay, okay. Forty-six damage. Forty-six lightning damage. Forty-six. Ooh, I, that's more than I can do. Six. Yes, that's four more than I can do. Six. Four D six. Not forty-six. No, no, four D six. Yeah. Roll, roll die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it a one-time use or is it every day? Every day. Oh. You like? Maybe. What? What about this like? Stealing dagger thing? The scream stealing dagger, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I can't find it. Yeah, I think this might be a homebrew thing because I'm not seeing Yeah. I mean, based on the name, I'm guessing it's like for rogues. You can like, uh, you know, assassinate somebody without them making a sound. Oh, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you stab someone with this dagger and they will not scream. <laughs> Very dangerous. Um, how much? Uh, one platinum, please. Oh, sure. Okay, so you guys head over to the pawn shop. Good eye. <laughs> Good eye, mites. Good eye. Whoa, Momo, uh, this, this one my sounds like what you used to sound like. Are you from the south? Uh, I'm... I'm uh, no, I'm, I'm from the north. I... Oh, yeah, you're from the north. Okay. This is a pawn shop. Um, uh, just look around. Find something you like. This this uh, pawn shop is mostly like cast off uh, student projects from the academy, stuff that they tried to make and it, uh, either they didn't want it anymore or it didn't go as well as they would have liked. Tell me, do you have anything uh, that could help a familiar, possibly? Hmm. Let me look. Help one who seems to disappear into a bag in a very sad way, maybe. He just needs a confidence boost to get out of that bag. <laughs> you don't need to hide in there. Yeah, I've got something special. Something special I could give you. Uh, it's going to be a bit pricier. This is a a rare item. He hands you a... It's just like a little, a little statue of some ambiguous canine-like animal. And what does this do? Essentially, it's a statue that... Um, X is a find familiar spell, like permanently, uh, but it also can turn into a plus one weapon of your choice. Okay. Uh, so and it, your problem is the familiar keeps dying. This one will only die when it's killed. Otherwise, it'll remain active all the time. Perfect. How much is it? Three platinum. All right. That's a deal. Actually, okay. I can't say it's my now. <laughs> <laughs> that seems way too good. I just played 25 for a shield. <laughs> yeah. You just see Ekanem in the background having like rubbed off a zero on the price tag. Nice. of hands. Yeah, give me your D100 rolls. Oh, I got 90. Trepa's boots, tall leather boots that are highly resistant to piercing damage, made for a hunter who tended to forget where he laid his bear traps. Could finally get some shoes on those feet. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I'll throw those in for free. Nah, I'm gonna let these boys breathe. Okay, <laughs> suit yourself. <laughs> okay, great. Does anybody else want to roll for an item? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> All right, 47. Let's see. 
47. This is a jar of bees. A jar of bees. The lids is a screen so they can breathe. If thrown 50 feet, it will smash and distract enemies with 1d6 piercing damage for six seconds. <laughs> That's amazing. So it'll distract enemies for one turn. Okay. I like it. How much? Uh, a gold. A gold? It's a, jar, I, it's a jar of bees, man. I'm completely out of money. That's too Jimbo much. spots you. <laughs> Thank you, Jimbo. Jimbo. Right next to the jar of bees is Joshua's sandals. A pair of leather sandals that allow the wearer to walk on water. Oh. Do you want those? Oh, nah. that's cool. Anything nah. if I wear? I'm okay. good. Momo goes, that's a pretty neat looking cowboy hat you got in the back. I, yeah, you I, like this? Yeah, I could use an upgrade. Okay. Um, okay. I'll give you this hat. Um, Three platinum. Three platinum? Try to even out the deal I gave you on the last item. <laughs> what? It's just a hat, though, right? What does it do for me? This is a 10-gallon hat with the words, uh, with the words, uh, yeehaw, <laughs> embroidered on the front. Whoa. Anyone who wears the hat must succeed on a DC 15 wisdom saving throw will be afflicted with his effects. The hat compels the wearer to speak in a Western accent, frequently use yeehaw. <laughs> uh, we'll call anyone the wearer knows partner. <laughs> and unknown people stranger <laughs> and replace all ings with ins even when writing the hat also holds 10 gallons of liquid inside in an extra, extra dimensional space when poured into the hole much like a bag of holding the wearer is unaware of any of the hat's effects and the wearer also gains plus three bonus to charisma checks while being worn. Oh, okay oh, I missed that so I always read the curse part Already and that's stopped. why I was like what does this do that's amazing okay you know what I'll allow it did you make your wisdom saving throw? Oh, yes. Let me make my wisdom saving throw. Because you have to call anyone you know, partner, and unknown people stranger. Uh, rolled a four. Okay, you fail epically. You have to call unknown people stranger and people you know, partner. <laughs> and you cannot say ing. It is always in. Dancing, singing, even when writing. It is a curse now. You can't fake an Australian accent now. Uh, no! Or any accent. <laughs> well, you can, but you have to uh, follow those criteria, meet those criteria. Okay, so for time, we have to end up cutting uh, some of your shopping spree just to make this more interesting for listeners. But here's a recap. Scar got some new mithril plate armor and a potion of superior healing. Ekonom got an eldritch claw tattoo, a moon touch sword, a stiletto dagger that when you stab it into something, it lets you teleport to that spot for up to a minute. Momo got a healing ring. Okay, so what do you guys want to do now? Since we found out that Master Molag isn't a clone, maybe we can go back to the other guys and roll on inside and see if they are. I gotta be honest, I'm kind of done with these wizards. Uh, yeah, they seem really inquisitive, but in like kind of a, a pushy way. Yeah, my only concern, though, is just, you know, these these wizards. Uh, Let's bounce. I would rather not talk to them. I'd rather bounce, but also they seem like they are not that trustworthy to leave with that crown. Oh, right. Because they just gave the crown to Scar for, to test without knowing anything about him, really. Yeah. Yeah, they did. So, like, who's to say they're going to send somebody competent to Godhood? Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I didn't Wait, mean, no, I didn't mean that towards you, Scar. So I'm not competent, huh? <laughs> I mean, you were a good huh. person, Scar. What if they cast somebody you who's were. evil to Godhood? That's what I was trying to say. You said competent, not evil. 
<laughs> oh, yes, I did. I forgot that you understand the meaning of words now, okay? Oh, no. Oh. All right, Momo. I'm not sure you want to know the extent of my Are powers. Are you just going to fight? <laughs> Are you really going to attack me for that? It wouldn't be very godly of me to attack my friend, so I'll be the the big guy here. I'm sorry, Scar. I did not, I seriously did not mean to offend you with that one. I'm worried about somebody who would not be a good god or would be straight up evil god using that crown. Okay. I forgive you. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna throw out there I'm a pretty stealthy guy. Uh, what are, what exactly are our intentions? To get the crown from them. So do we want to talk to them or do we want me to try to use my plus eight and stealth to see if I can just grab it? I, I got to be honest, it doesn't feel very good to me. You know, I'm trying to be ethical. It doesn't feel very good to steal it, but it also feels pretty ethical. You know, when the fate of Faerun kind of depends on it, then maybe stealing it is the right thing to do. I think it balances itself out. So when push comes to shove, you're yeah. saying you're you're a little <laughs> bit more utilitarian? <laughs> I don't know where <laughs> I'm trying to do what I think the right thing would be to do, okay? I, and I maybe the most, you know, virtuous thing in this case is not to let a bunch of imbeciles just give a give a, a send somebody out there. Just throwing it out there. I maybe a good influence on you. I agree you. with you, Momo. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to cast invisibility on myself and I'm going to try to stealth up there and just take the crown without them noticing. Okay, you head back down to the room, you cast invisibility, you walk in the door to where, like, the person is sitting at the reception desk, um, and you open the trap door behind them. Yeah, roll stealth. Seven plus eight. So, fifteen. Yeah, they, you open up the trap door, and they turn around, and they're like, give me one moment, and they're like, oh, Momo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, I go... <laughs> Don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I... <laughs> who is this? Uh, this is just the reception, the person at the reception Wait, desk. How, so she knows who I am? Yeah, because you've been in and out of there a bunch of times. I go, listen here. <laughs> this whole thing has been caught. This whole area has been compromised. And I like, and I start telling her about the clones. Oh, Should I spin it as if there's like clones among the wizards? Real deception. <laughs> it's oh, a real D&D &D oh now. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No. What'd you get? Now one. No. Oh, I rolled a three. <laughs> no. Oh my Wait, gosh. But my deception is plus right. seven. So if we're Come doing on. base D and D and that one wouldn't actually be a failure. But if we're doing one is a failure always. One is a failure. No I way. like. Oh, <laughs> but it's they they're only three. Yeah, it's a failure. I just I just looked and saw I took the friends can trip. I forgot I had that now. Yes, you can for sure use that. Okay. I'm gonna use the friends can trip and be like Wait, why would you not believe me? Do you not remember all the times we've had together? We're such good friends. Okay, great. Uh, do, is there a state for that, or do they just believe until the spell ends? For the duration, you have advantage on all charisma checks uh, on one creature that isn't hostile towards Okay, you. I will let you make your advantage roll on that deception. Okay, that is a 24. Okay. Wow. That for sure passes. They believe you. Like, oh, Momo, I'm so sorry. Go right ahead. <laughs> and that, how long does that last? It lasts for a minute, oh. and then they become hostile towards me as soon as it wears off. Okay, you have Great. one minute to get in and out. <laughs> oh I'm going to start an actual timer. Yeah, you should. For two minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, this is such a bad idea. Okay, walk me through it. Memo. 
Or you could message us and like have us do something. He's got two minutes. Yeah, I use my message cantrip. I go, guys, in a minute, everyone is going to know what I've done until <laughs> until then I've taken the crown. I'm still invisible. I never dropped that spell. Yeah. Yes. Um, Does casting friends uh, not drop invisibility? Only if it's a concentration spell. It is concentration. So okay, I your lost invisibility, invisibility goes but away. I have another spell slot, so I'm going to recast invisibility. <laughs> okay, the friendship drops. <laughs> and they become oh, hostile. No, I'll no, I'll, I'll stay. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm not doing that then. I'm just gonna go run and grab the crown in okay. the room. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Roll, um, roll dexterity. Hopefully, they don't see you. Well, they're gonna know that I did it from they're the receptionist anyway. Absolutely gonna see him. The okay. question is whether they will just like write a note in their notebook about what happened here or whether right. they'll actually be hostile. 18 for dexterity. <laughs> uh, so the, the two halves of the crown are sitting there on the table. Everyone's standing around it. And are you yanking, are you yoinking both of the crowns or just one crown, one half? Sorry, what? I thought they only had one half left. No, when you arrived, they had half of Mattoon's crown, a pile of dust, and two halves of Vorok's crown. Okay. Well, here's the thing, though. If I don't trust them to use the crowns, why would I leave them with half a crown? Because they can still make a god up. So I'm just going to grab everything. Okay, you yoink both halves of the crown. And I'm going to go, I'm sorry, you all have (laughs) no betting process to use these wisely. (laughs) See ya. And I just sprint out. Okay, nobody is able to catch you, so you run out. Yeah. Um, whoa, five seconds to spare. So you dash past the receptionist right as they're like, they know, wait a minute, you just use the friends cantrip on me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and they start clicking their like silent alarm button on their desk and you book it out of there. You make it back to the elevator and you start riding your way up uh, about halfway up. So on like the 200th floor down, the elevator like stops and is like, Sorry, sorry for the inconvenience, but we're locking down all elevators at the moment. <laughs> oh, God. If you want to just stay where you are, uh, this will resume. Well, the elevator will resume again shortly. The bellhop, bellhop. Are we all together? You are all together. Is it okay. a- automaton bellhop or is it friend bellhop? It is automaton bellhop. Friend bellhop and Master Molog are going to join you from the food court. <laughs> friend bellhop. Uh, <laughs> and the bellhop's like, hey, I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I cast I cast divination spells sometimes. I know what's up. Can his name just be Friend Bellhop? Uh, <laughs> name's Friend. Friend Bellhop. <laughs> Mr. Bellhop was my father. Okay, uh, so he is going to cast the elevator spell, which is a floating disc, fun fact. And he's going to basically levitate you up the rest of the way. Uh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. <laughs> you guys better succeed. You're welcome to come with us. <laughs> So you make it to, like, the main high forest area where there's dinosaurs and dragons flying around. You're still, like, a mile up above the surface of the water. So you, like, you realize at this moment that you're not going to, that, like, the teleportation to leave the high forest is also locked down. So you're not going to be able to just, like, teleport back to your ship. What what all can I polymorph myself into? I maybe could turn into something like can... Wait, you, how do you have polymorph? I just got the tattoo for it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can I polymorph myself into something that I can fly everyone down on? Like a pterodactyl. Right, like a pterodactyl. To match with the dinosaurs that yeah. are here, apparently. The dinosaurs okay. team that um, exists. And dragons, but yes. who cares about the yeah. dragons? The dinosaurs are where it's at. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Momo, you're looking around scrambling, and you see a flying dinosaur off in the distance, a Quetzalcoatlus. A Quetzalcoatlus. Yeah, flying off in the distance, and you can polymorph into that, because that is a CR2 beast. <laughs> Um, 
And yeah. It is a giant, huge sized dinosaur with 80 feet flying speed. And it also has flyby. So you can like fly past people without provoking opportunity attacks. So uh, Momo uses his polymorph tattoo to turn into this giant, uh, almost like a pterodactyl. Uh, the let's see how many of you are there. There's the three of you. Plus Bellhop. The Bellhop's gonna stay behind. No. Uh, plus no. Molog and Jimbo. So the five of you jump onto Momo's pterodactyl back. We can all fit. Yeah, you can all fit. Okay. It's a okay. it's a huge creature. So I'll I'll allow it. It's tight okay. though. It is pretty rough. So you fly up. You head out uh, past the city over all the guards and wizards that are blocking the teleportation circles. You fly out past the edge of the forest, the edge of the island. And as you start to come down, the weight of everybody on your back is a little bit too much for the size of creature that you are. I'm going to make you give me an animal handling roll. <laughs> uh, that is a five. <laughs> Everyone jumps on your back. You fly out off the island. Basically, it's a kind of a long flight. But uh, you fall uh, and start dropping everyone. So you are all now falling through the air. You're still a pterodactyl. Can I roll animal handling to pilot, pilot I do have slow fall <laughs> as a reaction. Okay, you can save yourself by rolling animal handling. Ekonem can use slow fall. I rolled a six. You're falling like a mile. Oh, uh, yeah. shoot. Bo, you're fine because you can still fly. I will not allow you to catch everyone else, though. Yeah, that's fair. How many, how many, how much damage is that? Because I can reduce the falling damage I take by 40, but if it's like at a billion damage, then it's still going to knock me out and kill me. You are falling, so 1d6 for every 10 feet, but it caps at 20d6. Yeah, it's going to be 20d6 of damage. Yeah, you're going to take 20d6 okay, of damage when it. you hit the water. That's going to be an insta-death. Okay. <laughs> What? Roll it. Wait. Okay, Scar, what are you doing to try to save yourself? Well, he's a cat, so uh, he doesn't take any damage. <laughs> he, he's dead. So he'll break both of the, all he'll of his legs. Die on his feet. So I could drop polymorph and potentially throw feather fall on me. <laughs> so and many mother. dice. So many dice. <laughs> drop the polymorph, cast feather fall on all of us so that we have feather fall. Okay. Wait, I'm going to use my new animated shield and surf down it. You know, surf, surf down on my shield. <laughs> You're just going to hit the water. No, no, it floats. <laughs> it, it's it's a hovering shield. It's animated. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, you're Thunder right. <laughs> Hold on. I have to look at this again because you are about to take so a wait. lot of damage. Yeah, it hovers to protect you. Well, because if Cody can do this, you just need to wait for Scar to save himself, and then you don't have to leave your polymorph. But okay. I mean, oh yeah, that, I mean that would be great. Scar, can you handle seventy-five damage? Only if I'm at full health, um, which I'm at twenty-two. He never got a short rest when the rest of us did. No, he didn't. Yeah, and I already used my boon of invincibility. Right. I was gonna say now would be the time you want to use that. But <laughs> did you buy a healing potion? Yeah. Well, how much how much does it heal for? Um, I think we'll just call it enough, right? <laughs> Amazing things that are happening in midair, by the way. Yes. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> this is what happens. Uh, Momo turns into a dinosaur. You fly out <laughs> over the high forest and back down towards uh, the, like, the base of Mount Star. Uh, at which point, Momo, unfamiliar with ever being a different animal, right? Ever unfamiliar with uh, polymorphing ever. Yes. <laughs> and dinosaurs uh, starts to, like loses balance, and accidentally drops all of you. While also referring to us as <laughs> partner. Hang on, partner. Whoa! <laughs> so Ekonem is going to hit the water like a ton of bricks, 
but uh-huh. absorb a lot of the damage. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, I bounce a little bit. I like yes. skipping stone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Pickles yells, run. And uh, his shield hovers to protect him from the damage, essentially just like carrying him down to the water. Scar is going to take all of the healing he can get from a greater potion of healing to heal back up to uh, full health so that he can hit the water and survive with one hit point. Yes, I have one hit point. Beautiful. Okay, Scar hits the water like a ton of bricks. Uh, Momo uh, rides himself and then proceeds to fly down and pick up all of you. Uh, Momo picks everyone back up. You look back and you see that your ship is not where you docked it. And you look off and you see... Your ship Joffrey. is sailing off into the distance uh, <laughs> without you. Oh my gosh. What's going to happen when the party discovers the thing that happened in the one shot? But more importantly, can Scar read books now? Tune in in two weeks to find out. Our fantastic DM this episode was Ethan Mispang. Editing was done by me, Bo Wright. Our theme song was made by Ethan Mispang with assistance from me. And we'll be back in two weeks. actually find scar it's like it's like the equivalent of when you're searching for your dog if they ever get out and you start just like singing their name in weird ways as you're walking down it's like scar come in oh scar 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 what intonation of the word scar did he hear like at the moment of scar 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 yeah scar scar so wait we find scar uh, we'll, yes. We'll Scar. see if Scar well, responds we, we messaged him. <laughs>